Hey friends, welcome to episode 75 of Faith Fitness Joy, healthy holiday food swaps for mindful celebrations. If you are familiar with the movie A Charlie Brown Christmas, there's a song where they're singing Christmas time is here. And it is friends, the holiday season is upon us. And so today I am diving into a topic that is on all of our minds, or at least many of our minds. And that is how can you enjoy the holiday season without derailing your body and health goals? I want you to be able to have a Christmas cookie and eat it too without compromising your weight loss goals or your well-being. And so that is why in today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy, I have some tips for how you can do that. So join me in today's episode. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and my name is Rochelle Renee. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself, and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you wish for more energy and happiness? And do you seek a deeper connection to God or maybe to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I struggled with anxiety, depression, and I was in adrenal burnout. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week. I was stressed out and spread too thin. I was overweight and I struggled with body dysmorphia. I knew I had to do something really fast so that I could be a better version of me for my kids. Fortunately, I found the way back to myself. I regained my health. I lost weight, I transformed my mindset, and I found healing. Now, my mission is to help other high-performing moms accomplish the same. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving health of the mind, body, and soul. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself, then Faith Fitness Joy is the podcast for you. All right, welcome to episode 75 of Faith Fitness Today, I am giving you some healthy holiday swaps so you can enjoy all the holiday celebrations and continue to move toward your body and your health goals. But before I jump into those, I also want to remind you that I am currently offering a free 30-day training program And you are going to be getting access to a trainer app where you can have your workouts in there. You can track all of your workouts. You're going to get access to a nutrition plan. You are going to have access to my free Facebook community and weekly coaching calls for 30 days. We are kicking this off uh, today, Monday, December 4th. Um, It is well worth over $1,000 and it is my gift to all of you this holiday season So if you are not already in there, click the link in the description for the episode and get in your application so that you can join me and others in this free 30-day training program. You are not going to want to miss that. All right. I just wanted to make sure I reminded everyone about that. So the holiday season, it is upon us, friends, and it is the most wonderful time of the year. And one of the reasons for that is celebrations, right? And being around those that we love. It is a time of joy and gratitude and happiness and celebration, but it's also a time in our year when our health goals can be challenged or maybe compromised a bit as we are trying to navigate this season and finding ourselves surrounded by all the yummy things um, way more often than we normally are. Fortunately, this does not mean that your body and health goals have to take a back seat, and it also does not mean that you cannot enjoy 
all of the wonderful, yummy things that this season has to offer. It's all about navigating it. And so today I have five different ways that you can make healthy holiday food swaps and still enjoy the holiday season. So the first thing we're going to be going over today is one, swapping out those high sugar treats, two, reinventing those traditional comfort foods or holiday dishes that we all love, three, practicing mindful eating, four, striking a balance between indulgence and nutrition, and five is to flex your fitness and your faith. So over my 30 years of weightlifting, dieting, and trying to find my balance in health and nutrition, I have been sort of two types of people, if you will, during the holiday season. The first type is like the all or nothing type where it's like, oh, I've thrown my hands up and I'm just like, well, it's the holidays. I'll just get back on track in January when it's over. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to enjoy myself during the holiday season. Or the other type, which is overly obsessed, where like I either avoid all the gatherings or I refuse to eat anything that's not on plan uh, during whatever little celebration or event that I'm at. Um, And just finding myself in a state throughout the whole season of, you know, just this fear of gaining weight or going off track or, you know, like getting myself off track and not being able to get back on track. And fortunately, over the years, I've eventually found a balance between these two, and now I have a completely different approach, and one I consider much healthier, at least in the mindset aspect of things in particular. So today, I am sharing some of the tactics that I use during the holiday season to balance and stay on track and still enjoy those indulgences that we only find this time of year. Okay, so let's get into what these tips are. So the first one is to swap out all of those, or not all of them, but to swap out those sugary treats. So I don't need to tell you that there's an abundance of sugary sweets and treats this time of year, right? I mean, it's like anywhere you turn around, if you're in an office, there's always something in the break room. Um, Go to your friends' houses or whatever, and there's tons of stuff everywhere, right? So it certainly makes it much harder to um, maybe avoid those things and and just not even really having that temptation because it's it's not usually like this during the year, right? Like it's this time of year that we seem to be more surrounded by it. So one great way um, you can navigate this is to swap out some of those traditionally high sugar desserts with healthier alternatives. So one example is a beautiful fruit salad with lots of varieties of fruits in it and maybe drizzle that with some honey. Um, Other great examples are homemade fruit crisps, right? Like apple crisps or berry crisps or cranberry or a a mix of fruits. Um, And this one is a great one because you can control the ingredients when you make it yourself, right? You can swap out like plain white flour for whole grain or whole wheat flour. You can add in Uh, rolled oats or whole oats um, to add some more fiber to it and just increase the maybe nutritional value of the dessert. Um, Even desserts like pies and cakes um, can actually be, let's say, improved uh, during this time of year or any time of year, really. So this can mean things like uh, managing the amount of fat or sugar content in them when you make them from scratch. Now, I happen to be um, really into baking. So that's something I like to do. 
Uh, and one of the ways I kind of got into that was not just having grown up with two grandmothers who made a lot of things from scratch, but also just, you know, always trying to find ways that I can still enjoy things that I love without all of that extra fat and sugar. Um, and so baking things from scratch is a great way to do that. You can find all kinds of great recipes and ideas for this without much Google searching at all. There's tons of recipes out there, some that are already uh, lighter versions of a lot of your favorite desserts and others where you can just get the gist of how to make it and see where you can make swaps in the ingredients to make it lighter. Um, so, you know, don't be afraid to experiment because usually it's not going to go terribly wrong. Um, and you can find ways to make things lighter. You can, you know, swap out regular sugar for honey. You can use things like agave nectar. Um, you can balance um, the amount of sugar in the recipe. So maybe using half the sugar that it's called for with a low sugar sweetener or a no sugar sweetener. Um, and other things like like spices like cinnamon and nutmeg are another way to add flavors and, and um, kind of heighten the flavors of fruits and things like that without adding more sugar. So that brings me to the second tip, which is to reinvent traditional holiday dishes or comfort foods that we all know and love, right? So my decades-long pursuit, as I mentioned, of health and fitness has resulted in my not only learning how to cook and bake, but also developing lots of great recipes based on all of my favorite things and some of those traditional comfort foods and um, things that I grew up with from my family at the holiday season. And in doing this, I have learned that almost any dish can be lightened up substantially, if not like really significantly with some ingredient swaps and a willingness to experiment um, and maybe a sense of adventure, depending on what you're swapping in and maybe something you haven't tried before. So if you need some help with doing that, because maybe... Um, you don't do a lot of cooking or baking and you're not really sure how to go about it. Um, I have a number of other podcast episodes and blog posts that have some great suggestions and even some recipes that you can try out. Uh, so one of those is episode nine, which is tips for making healthier versions of your favorite foods. And episode 31, which is food hacks and swaps that only feel like cheats. Uh, so check those out if you want more um suggestions and ideas and how to do that and even some specific recipes and examples of things that I've used uh, to help kind of give you some inspiration and maybe get started with this. Um, there really are so many ways that you can reinvent those traditional holiday uh, recipes and foods to really lighten them up without anyone even noticing, right? I mean, I have done this without saying a word to my family and nobody even noticed and they still thought everything was really wonderful and loved it anyway. So uh, some of my go-to methods for this include um, swapping out higher fat proteins um, for leaner proteins, right? So if you listen to these other episodes, um, you'll know one of my favorite things to do is to replace like ground beef or ground pork with ground turkey breast. It has to be ground turkey breast because um, ground turkey can still carry quite a bit of fat. Uh, in it. So you want to be looking for the ground turkey breast. Uh, and if you still want like more of a beef flavor or you want to add some pork into it, you can still do that by mixing like a 93% lean with that ground turkey breast. You're still going to be lightening it up a lot and you're going to, you know, take your recipe a lot further. 
uh, one really good way to do this is with things like meatloaf or even meatballs, like my grandma's meatball recipe. Um, it had called for like three different meats. And so I just use lean ground turkey breast as the primary. And then I add in like 93% ground beef and um, the leanest ground pork I can find. And I use a much smaller portion of that because it can be hard to find like a leaner ground pork. Um, but that's one suggestion, one example you can try. Um, the other thing is to swap out uh, some of those higher fat proteins for leaner cuts of protein or leaner protein options, right? So this can be things like stews or roasts where um, a lot of times it might call for something like pork shoulder, which can be a little on the fattier side. So you can opt for something like a pork tenderloin instead, um, or just making a recipe with pork tenderloin um, instead of um, maybe a, a higher fat uh, meat option. And you can still make a beautiful holiday type of a dish from that um, and still enjoy a very festive holiday dinner. Uh, another thing is to swap out regular pasta for multi-grain pasta with uh, something like at least three grams of fiber so that you're upping the fiber content. Anything less than that, I really question if it's actually got multiple, I mean, like if it's truly a multi-grain fiber um, or pasta. And another thing you can do is to reduce the amount of fat that recipes call for, and you can do this a number of ways. You can cut it in half. Uh, sometimes a recipe might call for milk or broth, I mean, might call for milk, and instead of that, you can swap in broth um, and still get really good results, if not the same results from using the broth in place of something like milk. Bone broth in particular is a great suggestion for this. It's a little bit thicker, and you're going to be adding protein to your dish as well without adding any fat. Um, same goes for cream. Like so, if you're making some of the pasta dishes that you might find out there, a great um, a great way to thicken without adding fat is to use some of that pasta water after you've cooked it um, to get that sort of more thick liquid in your dish. And last but certainly not least is looking at where you can add vegetables, right? And vegetables can help um, really stretch out a recipe, but they also add nutritional value to whatever it is that you're making. Um, I do this a lot like if I make um, like a chicken Alfredo type of a dish because um, it is a little trickier to make a lighter version of an Alfredo. Uh, if you make the kind where you're using cream and butter. So um, that's where, for example, I will use the pasta water to thin it out a bit and to um, minimize the amount of like cream that I'm adding. And then I will also add a bunch of broccoli with the chicken and the pasta. And that way you're, you're not eating as much of the pasta and the chicken and you're spreading that sauce out more across more servings. Um, and again, you're adding nutritional value to the dish because you're adding vegetables to it. So those are some great ways that you can um, kind of reinvent some of those holiday favorite dishes that we might have. Uh, the third tip is to practice mindful eating. And so this is really getting at how, you know, this time of year, especially when you're like at a celebration or something like that, and you're talking to someone or you're, you know, sort of wrapped up in the, the fun of it all. Um, we can often lose track of how much we're eating, right? So you can easily go from eating that one cookie you said you were going to eat to like 10, 15 cookies in a single sitting, right? And you don't want to do that. So um, one key practice that you can do is to just slow down a little bit and pay attention to, one, pay attention to the fact that you're eating something. Um, 
And so be like more present with your food and whatever it is that you're eating and really savor each bite and really just kind of take it in and enjoy it so that you're more aware of what you're eating uh, and how much you're eating. And you're enabling yourself and your body some time to let you know like, hey, I'm good. I don't need anything else right now. Um, Another thing you can do is to focus on healthier options and aim to eat more of that over some of the less healthy options, for example, right? Like a lot of times at celebrations, there's usually some kind of a vegetable tray. There might be some fruit or there might be some nuts or olives or something like that. So those are great kind of go-to things because they they do have nutritional value. There, There's a lot of benefit to those types of foods. Um, so you can kind of fill your snack plate up with those types of things and then allow for some of those other more indulgent foods so that you're not, you know, eating as much of that higher calorie um, foods like cookies or things like that that aren't really going to help you if you overindulge on them. And the fourth thing is balancing nutrition and indulgence, right? So, you know, let's keep it real. It's the holiday season. This is the time of year for celebration, right? Like this is the time of year that a lot of times we do let our hair down a little bit more with the types of things that we're eating and we might indulge more than we otherwise would, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with indulging at this time of year um, if you are maintaining some balance because it can quickly, you know, kind of get out of control and it can get to be too much and then you're, you know, getting into where you might be gaining weight rather than maintaining or even staying on track with your loss. So things you can do for this are like going for smaller portions of those more indulgent foods or those go-to favorite comfort dishes and foods that we all like, like, you know, the stuffing or the mashed potatoes or whatever, um, and increasing your portion of the lean proteins and the vegetables. So again, you're not, it's not like you're denying yourself of those, um, you know, holiday favorite sides and things. You're just not eating as many of them or as much a quantity and you're getting, you're still getting your vegetables. You're still getting good protein, um, without overindulging. Um, It's also a time of year where alcohol is a lot more abundant at these celebrations. And so another helpful tip is to really pay attention to your drinking and minimize alcohol, if not avoiding it, if you, if you can, you know, some people really like to drink this time of year and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But it's important to keep in mind that alcohol often leads to overindulging in other things like higher calorie foods Um, it can tend to make you feel hungrier at a certain point and that can lead to you eating more and also less, um, you know, foods that are less in nutritional value for you and have higher calories. So you want to be mindful of that. And, um, alcohol also has a lot of calories in itself, right? So I think a glass of wine on average is anywhere between 70 to 130 calories, depending if it's white or red and if it's dry or sweeter. And, um, and then you have your harder alcohols that have about 70 calories per ounce. So you think about how many ounces are going into a given cocktail, for example, and if you have juice and other things, you're quickly talking about, you know, at least 150 or so calories for a drink. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Uh, And alcohol also diverts your body from burning 
whatever you've eaten into relying on alcohol for the sort of fuel source, if you will. So it's just another thing to keep in mind. Um, it all kind of adds up and compounds on each other. So um, being mindful of your drinking and having a um, sort of some plan for yourself to kind of mitigate it so that you're not leading to other overindulgences as well. So this can be um, looking at maybe drinking a glass of water after every alcoholic beverage that you're having um, so that you can kind of help slow it down. Take your time enjoying your drink, um, maybe not trying not to drink it too fast and really just enjoy the drink. And then, you know, setting a max limit for yourself to help kind of keep you from, you know, overindulging on the alcohol calories as well as other calories that might come with overindulging. Um, so just some tips to help kind of keep things on track for you. And then the last tip that I have for you is to flex your fitness and your faith this holiday season, right? So mindset and exercise are key to our overall health all year long. You know, you've heard me say this a million times in this podcast and on my blog, if you've been following it for any amount of time, but these things really do make a difference, um, especially at the holiday season. So again, not only are we bombarded by all these temptations of all the yummy things, but the holidays can also be hectic. They can be stressful. There's a lot more going on than usual. And we're, you know, we're running around and trying to get presents and we're hosting events or we're going to events. So it's just adds to kind of whatever other stress we might already have in our lives. So it really helps to make a plan um, around this. So one thing is to make a plan for staying on your exercise game. This might mean adjusting your current exercise routine to fit like maybe the crazier holiday schedule. So maybe that means that you change your workout time or maybe it means that you add a couple off days so that you have more time to do other things that might be going on. Um, and similarly, it might mean adding some more um, activity in if you aren't doing a whole lot right now yet, um, just to kind of help with balancing out, um, you know, some of those indulgences that we're all partaking in during this time of year. Um, another thing you can look at is maybe taking family walks, right? Like maybe adding that to every evening. It's a great way to connect with your family and just kind of talk and enjoy um, the fresh air and things like that. And um, another thing we used to love to do like after Thanksgiving or even on Christmas, depending on like where we were celebrating it in my family is, you know, they would always have like some sort of a family um football game after dinner or they'd have like a basketball game or something like that so that's another fun thing to kind of get people moving and active and then of course dancing I mean who doesn't love to dance you know so just turn on some great music and um you know just dance and get some exercise that way um another thing um to help with managing the stress and kind of keeping it at bay during the holidays is to make sure you're making time for daily meditation um, so if you're not already, that's definitely something that's really great to add um, anytime, but especially during this time of year, it's a great way to connect to God. It's a great way to really find that inner calm and just help keep yourself in a better, calmer state during this time of year. Uh, and another thing is to make time for um, daily gratitude, right? Mm -hmm. After all, it is the reason for the season. And so you want to uh, make sure that you're practicing gratitude each day, whether that's um, journaling on things you're grateful for every day, or just spending a few more minutes every morning or evening, um, and really reflecting and thinking on things that you're thankful for. 
Um, another great way to do this and teach your kids about gratitude is to ask them, you know, to do this at dinner time or after dinner in the evenings or something like that. And, you know, what are you grateful for today? What was good today? Um, just little things like that to really um, connect with your kids, connect with your family and just keep your perspective on things that are good. So no matter what, remember that it is the holiday season and it is all about joy and connection and love and gratitude. And so with all of these healthy holiday food swaps and tips, you can still celebrate without compromising your health and your body goals. And as always, thank you for joining me in today's episode. And don't forget about that free 30-day training program. Um, get in there on that link in the description and get yourself uh, set up with an account and get into that program. Um, if you aren't already, it's going to be a great way to help you with accountability this time of year, um, doing this with other women and moms who are also focusing on um, our health and wellness together and also a great way to kickstart your weight loss journey. So that is it for today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy. I look forward to seeing you in the socials and on the comments as always. And thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook. Or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer lots of great information, master classes, and weekly channel guidance and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss, wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.